No more lies. No more lies. No more lies. So a little take the power back there just to start this one off because Christ, I'm pissed and been pissed all fucking day long. And uh, well, uh, don't even start. It's been a long and crazy two fucking weeks. And let's just start with the basics. Yes, we've missed two weeks. Jesus fucking Christ. We get it. It's been pert near almost two weeks. Get the fuck out of here. Welcome to the Patriot Party podcast. Episode number 10. Yes. For the third time. Yeah, well, we're... Three Bravo. We're on three Bravo, as it took us one Alpha and two Bravo to get us to three Bravo. So we tried to record a podcast last week, and in fact, we did record a podcast last week. Three times. Um, We recorded two hours, and at the end, we were unable to finalize the audio. And so the next day, we did it again. Actually, we called Zencaster. We did. We did. And, and they were they, very helpful. They were. And, and uh, they told us that we were fucked and we could not recover the audio. Yeah. So and we so we did it again. And 25 minutes in, the computer just shut down on us. Completely. Blue screen of death. Yep. So so then we, we picked up again and recorded another 30 minutes and then the audio program shit out. So Mick for Valentine's Day. Bought me a new computer. Bought us a new computer. Three thousand dollars later. Yeah. Because now we've got like the Uber computer of all Uber computers. So um, he's not pissed about that. His credit card bill might be a little bit. Mm, that might hurt. <laughs> that one's gonna, gonna feel that one in the morning, there, boss. Yep. Yeah. That's okay. That's okay. He got he got a nice little call from his credit card company saying, "Did did you mean to make such a big purchase? What did they say to you, man?" Yeah, they were like, "Did you did you make a?" $3,000 purchase in one day. I said, yeah, I sure did. And they were like, okay, we're just making sure because Christ, you ain't done dick in like uh, eight months. And now all of a sudden you drop three grand on your card. It's a little fucking weird. And then they said, they were like, we're just making sure it's you. And then they said, what? You done fucked up. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> Something like that. Along those lines. And he said, how do you know it was me that messed up? Maybe it was her. And they said, no, it was you. <laughs> so yeah, something like that. It's like right before Valentine's day. Come on. Anyway, anywho, uh, we've got a lot of shit to cover tonight. We might do this we're, we're one. We're going to skip everything we did last week because it's old now. So, um, well, we're still going to cover some of it. We're going to drop it. Basically, in a nutshell. We're still going to drop it because, I'm sorry, there's two hours worth of fucking shit there that I'm sorry, you just can't ignore. It happened. I mean, time just doesn't stop for everybody. They might be really fast these days. They might be waiting on us, so they might be waiting to get our take on it. All right. So first of all, so if you want to do the fast forward to this, you want to talk really fast and we can go through this like really, really quick and everybody catch up real quick. All right. So AOC, she's a crazy ass cunt who was not in the Capitol that time in which she's claiming that she was in the Capitol. So that's the first one to start out with because she is completely full of shit. And she was like out there going, and I was like, no, bitch, you weren't there. You were in a building almost 
tenth, three, eight tenths of a mile away. Oh, and by the way, there was about 900 cops between you and the rioters. Get the fuck out of here with your sympathetic bullshit. We were actually going to play sympathy for the devil tonight. We didn't because I thought that after Trump got acquitted this afternoon, which then I got to see all the hypocrisy from the Republican side of the fucking table. And I got to tell you, I was going to put this warning out later, but I'm going to go ahead and put this warning out now because you know what? It still applies. I wrote it last week, but you know what? I don't give a fuck. So the beauty of me not giving a fuck is this one. Heed my word. Okay. This, this goes to pretty much everybody on both sides of the aisle, but more or less the Republicans. Okay. 45 is gone now. Okay. Now 45 has been acquitted. So before this, before this, you know, it was prior to him being acquitted because there was a ton of people that were coming out talking straight shit about him. Okay. I just listened to Mitch McConnell go on a fucking 45 fucking minute rant about how Trump was fucking disastrous for this country. I got bad news for you, Mitch, you fucking old ass moron. Listen up, dickhead, because this is directed at you, you fucking idiot. That man gave you the power that you had in the Senate. Need I remind you, you were nothing before that. You are nothing now that he's gone. You will be nothing for the rest of your fucking life. You insignificant piece of shit. But apparently he's going to speak to Trump in the next week or so. Well, good. About the future of the GOP. Hey, Donald Trump, if you're listening to me, and you're as pissed off as I am. Christ, I hope so. You know, we were in D.C. January 6th. Yeah. Both of us. Yeah. And I, I'm going to speak on honestly. I, I brought enough weapons to arm a small army. Yeah, but we didn't bring them actually to the Capitol. But you know what I didn't do with them? I didn't bring them to the Capitol. Why did I bring enough arms to small, you know, arm a small army? In case... Shit, really? Because what did we know was going to happen? Antifa. That's what everyone was under the assumption of, is that Antifa was going to be there, start some shit that we couldn't get out of the city, and I knew I might have to fight my way out of that city. We had extraction plans even. I had in three different directions. Yeah. North, west, and south, all hooked up. I had dedicated people coming to get us. Me, you, and Janet. And they knew exactly who we were. They had our pictures. They knew what we were. They knew what we'd be wearing. And they knew everything there was to know about us that would, they could ask them a question or they could ask her or you a question without knowing you. And you would answer the question. They would be like, yep, that's bona fides. You're proven. Point being is we brought it for a reason. Self-defense, just like you do anywhere else. Self-defense. All these jackass holes that you've seen on the fucking TV for the last fucking two weeks that have ranted and raved about an armed militia taking the Capitol. I've got two problems with that statement. First they, of all, we weren't armed. they were not armed. And B, because if they, were, if they were armed, there'd be a whole lot more dead Capitol cops. Okay, and let me say real quick, how many people died on January 6th? And I don't count the cop, Brian Sitnik, who it has now been proven that he was not beaten to death with a fire extinguisher. In fact, after he left the Capitol, he went back to his office. He called his brother, and then he died potentially from a stroke maybe a day later. They think maybe he had a reaction to the tear gas that they used without warning on Trump supporters. 
Um, so I don't count him. The five people that died on January 6th were all Trump supporters. Every single one of them. Well, the, all right. And yes, I agree with you. You're absolutely right. The Capitol cops all died after the fact. One Capitol cop died after the fact. Not two. One cap. I'm sorry, because the other one committed suicide, and that doesn't have shit to do with that. The, there was a grand total of four that died, though, to include Sicknick. No, there were two Capitol cops. One one committed suicide, and then Sicknick, who they said got beat to death of the fire extinguisher, but in fact, it turns out that he maybe had a stroke. He had a reaction. No, to no. Understand what we're saying. Okay. Understand what we're saying when we we talk about these Capitol cops. We're not saying that. Look, we don't feel. So, we don't feel sorry for them, that we don't feel bad for them at all. That no, is, that couldn't be further from the truth. have been politicized by the left to make us look bad when they should be honored as cops. Instead, they are being politicized by the Democrats to blame it on us. But understand this, that what we're saying about these capital cops, <clears throat> hey, I got nothing but respect for cops. I almost was one. So it was the shortest job I've ever had in my whole entire life, but the, well, actually, it wasn't the shortest. It may have been the second shortest. It was, it was, it was up there, though. Either way, uh, it's not that I have a problem with the cops because I have nothing but respect for cops. I know what the fuck they go through. I know all the bullshit they do. I got it. Uh, I have nothing but the utmost respect for cops. But to politicize their deaths like they are, for the party that was anti-cop, anti-everything. Oh, oh, by the way, hey, police officers out there, if you're listening to this right now, by the way, this was also the party that said that there's systemic racism with being a police officer. This is the same party that came out and said that you, doesn't matter if you're a Minnesota cop or a fucking Georgia cop, you killed George Floyd because there's systematic race racism within policing. I, I, I'm still dying to see that. Oh, no, no. The thin blue line flag is racist. Yeah, all that shit was racist. But, oh man, this past week, if you watched TV at all, if you watched anything that happened in the Senate this past week, you saw a liberal standing up and saying, well, shit, the cops kept us alive. Well, when it was most important, the cops were there to stand up for... Fuck you, Chuck Schumer. You are a fucking piece of shit. <laughs> Mitch McConnell, you're a piece of shit. You fucking run your goddamn neck a little bit more. I, oh man, I just want to come up there, put my boot so far up your ass. You can taste the leather and rawhide for the next fucking 50 years of your life. If you live that long, because with a boot that far up your ass, I doubt you would. Uh, there's seven now, seven true pieces of shit. Oh yeah. Oh no. Call themselves Republicans. Yep. Yep. Oh, 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 come on. Mitt Romney has never been a Republican. No, well, obviously, but seven of them and three of them can be primary coming up in the next election, 2022. So Burr in North Carolina. Burr's retiring. Good. Well, good. He's out anyway. Collins. Susan not, Collins. Not up for re-election, but will be. Uh, when? When? Not in 2022. Well, then. 2024. 24. Uh, Cassidy, also in 2024. Murkowski, 2022. Well, she's an idiot already. Yep. Romney, 2024. SAS 2024, and this one was super disappointing. Fucking Toomey. Well, Toomey... Uh, and he's coming up in 2022. So, hey, people in Pennsylvania, I know you guys listen to this show. Please Get do something about ass. it. Get rid of him. Yep, absolutely. Because unlike some other podcasts out there, we're actually still going to talk about this shit. I, I'm not putting any hope behind anything behind... 
Biden or anything. But again, back to my warning, heed my word, Republicans, just remember, 45 is gone now. I get it. You all are angry. There's some rhinos out there, some uh, never Trumpers that uh, just never thought he should be president because he just never really exuded what presidency was supposed to be about. Well, fuck you. Understand that 75 million people voted for this man. Mm, more than that. 75 million voted for him. You have 75% of your constituents voted for this man. Like 90%. If you honestly think that you will survive another election cycle and you've come out against this man, I need to start smoking the shit that you are smoking because you have to understand what is going on right now. This is a gigantic shift in the Republican party. If you have, if you do not see the writing on the wall, you know, I had a conversation last week with someone that is bridged over to this week. Because it's kind of, because since we didn't post the podcast, that last conversation got deleted and all the other bullshit that happened. So the conversation went a lot like this initially. We were talking about Republican and Patriot and the problem with the third party. And at first I agreed with him. After I saw what took place though, in this past week, we had that conversation again. In that conversation again about a third party, I said, "You, you know what? You're right. We shouldn't do a third party. The Patriots should just fucking take over the GOP. We'll rename the son of a bitch. Yeah. Fuck it. Why? Why start all over again when we can just take over? Because take we 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 have the whole damn thing. We have over. the manpower to do it. Well, we have the votes now. Now the Republicans, quote unquote, rhinos say they want to start a third party. Fucking let them. Let them. All 10 of them. Yeah. Oh, my God. (laughs) Those are my nine followers on Instagram, I think. You don't have Instagram. No, I know. But those were my my nine followers. Those rhinos? Yes. (laughs) Those were my nine followers. So so, let them. So they want to start their own never-Trumper third party? Outstanding. Okay, good. Get the fuck out of our party. We don't want you anymore. See? So everything's kind of worked out. You didn't agree with me on the last one. I didn't. And, and guess what? Now we're here. You know but what? anyway, I, I, I've kind of thought about it and I've listened to a lot. So um, I, I have to give a quick shout out actually to the Dark to Light podcast with um, Frank and Beans, Tracy Bean. She does Undercover DC. Um, so she had an awesome interview on her Friday podcast. Uh, I, I listen to them pretty regularly. Um but her interview on her Friday podcast, and I definitely recommend everyone go listen to it, was this guy who tells you exactly how to make things happen. And such an easy way to do it. Because he was right. You know, Republicans, we we talk a lot. We bitch or conservatives. I don't even want to call. I, I don't even want to call myself a Republican anymore. I don't want to be even associated with that name. But... No, you got to go with Patriot. Yeah. Conservatives, Patriots, right? We, we whine, we bitch, we talk, but we go about, we lived our lives. We pay our taxes. We go to work. What we don't do is go out and generally protest or participate. We talk a whole lot of shit, but we don't participate. So what he said is go to your local, very local GOP 
And there are participate. There are GOP committees where literally like 75% of the seats are open. And I mean, at the local level, that directly influences election law and election procedure at the local level. Yep. Participate. Get involved with that. Participate. Participate. It's literally like fucking five hours a month. You can do it in an hour a week. An hour a week. Hey, I got a question for you. Yeah. Have you done that? I'm about to. Oh, you're about to. Yeah, I am. Because I just listened to the podcast. It came out yesterday. And you're damn skippy on Monday morning when I'm off of work. I'm going to be calling up to the local GOP office and find out what committee positions are available. And you and I are both going to participate. Oh, joy. Can't mm-hmm. wait. That'll yeah. be so much fun. Nobody wants to hear me talk. I don't give a shit. Actually, we got a lot of people that want to hear me talk for some reason. <laughs> Anywho, uh, moving right along, because there is tons of shit we have to cover tonight. Uh, and I know it's like two weeks worth of shit, but the big one is obviously Donald J. Trump. Acquitted. Acquitted again. Again. For the second time. So guess what? At this point, at this point, we can actually technically stop. We can actually technically call him the Teflon Don. (laughs) It is now official. Yes, we did. uh, There was a uh, a mobster, a mob boss up north that we used to call the Teflon Don. And that Teflon Don stuck for a little while, and then all of a sudden he got killed. So then they stopped calling him the Teflon Don because <laughs> it kind of got stuck. You know? I, yeah, I, he, he, he might as well. He had that one coming to him. Yeah. Long story short, uh, he is now the new Teflon Don. Donald Trump is the new Teflon Don. He has now been acquitted twice uh, after impeachment trials. And guess what, people? If you do not understand what the fuck just took place this week, other than it was merely a hundred percent a show trial uh and trump's lawyers which i wasn't really thrilled with them the first day they kind of didn't seem like no the first guy he was he sucked he he really sucked but after that i'll tell you what they pretty much just fucking handed the democrats asses to them destroyed them destroyed you're a fucking fucking destroyed uh we're gonna get into that though hold on because i've got there's a rhythm here all right long story short though uh, he was acquitted again. Um, and the vote was 40, uh, uh, 47, 47, 40, 43, which was one short of what I called originally on both sides. Cause I said it was going to be, uh, 56 to 44. Yeah. And fucking to me flipped. And fuck that goddamn fuck stick screwed me. So I lost the bet. God damn it. Well, anyway, long story short, uh, now we're sitting, uh, with, Still a pretty strong majority of Republicans that agree with Donald Trump. And whether you agree with them or not, the constitutionality of this should have prevented this case from the get-go. That right there is the biggest travesty to justice I've ever seen done. Well, now, do you know what they want to do now? Oh, yeah. They're going – we're going to get there. We're going to get there. Just hold your panties, all right? The travesty of justice that took place – Right there alone, the fact that it was completely unconstitutional, there was no. Uh, well, they impeached him in the house with no evidence whatsoever. Well, it, I mean, they, not, not even calling they evidence. Got they didn't any police reports. They kind of investigated. They didn't even call a witness or anything in the House impeachment trial that took place before he was out of office. But the point that everybody, in case you didn't understand exactly what took place this week. 
the part that the Republicans were arguing is that it's unconstitutional because he was no longer in office when Nancy Pelosi decided to walk her happy ass over to fucking the Republicans to the Senate and say, here is my impeachment charge. And it was only one charge. At least the last one, there was like four charges of well, impeachment. See, but that's the thing on this one. There was one charge, but there was technically one charge, but there was like five different aspects in that one charge. Yeah, but there's one charge. One charge was the big one. And that was the incitement, which when they started there, at first I said, if they make the argument right, they could actually get this put through. But when they started their first day of hearings and they walked to the fucking house managers, walked out that fucking stupid liberal douchebag Raskin. Raskin walked out and said, well, you know, his speech is so bad, but three months ago, that was his first statement. Three months ago, they went back to November. I was like, wait a minute. Do you understand the actual predicate for incitement? Incitement is within a 24 hour. You can't just go back three months and say that Speech three months ago incited a crowd. No, that can't happen. It has to happen within a 24-hour period. That's the law. And that's how they started it. I just kind of sat there and went, well, they're fucked. They just walked out and shot themselves in the foot. Wow. Actually, they pulled out a gun. They The guy pulled out his dick right in the middle of fucking the Senate and fucking shot it and blew his own penis off. Um, did he do that when he said three months ago? Or did he do that when he said... I'm a constitutional attorney, but I'm not going to sit up here and bore you for three hours with the law. Instead, I'm going to cry and tell you. That wasn't that wasn't until at least minute 45 about him talking about how he lost his son. And don't get me wrong. I'm not making any bones about him losing his kid. I've lost the kid. I know how that is. But. He went on a 45-minute tear about how his son-in-law and his daughter were in the Capitol that day and how they had to drop their desk when his office is not even in the primary building. His office is out there with fucking AOC. (laughs) What the fuck are you people? Why are there people? This is my question, right? AOC had the big thing last week. She said, I ran in this, this senator's office and she was drinking coffee. Why were the Republicans sitting there drinking coffee, not worried about shit? And AOC's hiding in the shitter like, oh my God, it's the end of the world. It's the end of the world. Well, I don't know what we're going to do, boys. for five boy. minutes, nobody was paying attention to her. That's oh why. my fucking Lord, Jesus Christ. We were trying to make this as dramatic as possible. That's why we're going to play sympathy of the devil, for the devil. But <clears throat> my point is this, is this shit is getting out of hand. We are fucking losing it. Getting out of hand? It is so far out of hand. No, it, it's not yet. The world has gone completely fucking mad. It's not yet. People, as in the song, we have to take the power back. Yeah, the well, people do. People not not people the fucking, finally starting to not the back. Senate, not the Congress, not the presidency. People have got to start taking the power back. We are starting to see shit like, I, shit can't be more clear. We got fucking... One of Biden's fucking press people who got fucking suspended today. Oh, that, he got fired. Oh, he got fired. Yeah. Uh, Last I heard, he got suspended. No, no, no. Here is the statement from Jen Psaki. Oh, here we go. Jen Psaki. Uh-huh. She's so Psaki. We accepted the resignation of TJ Duplo, who was the deputy press secretary. 
After a discussion with him this evening, this conversation occurred with the support of the White House Chief of Staff. We are committed to striving every day to meet the standards set by the President in treating others with dignity and respect, with civility, and with a value. Hold on one second. Hold on one second. Hold on one second. Hold on one second. Hold on. Hold on one second. (laughs) Come on, man. I mean, come on. Yeah. Uh, I mean, when pressed, Biden automatically like runs and hides with the closet. And I think that's his Alzheimer's kick in, by the way. Basically, what I read from that is he was mean to somebody, so he got fired. Yeah, that's exactly what it was. He He went off on some reporter because they asked a real question. Oh, my God. A reporter asked a question? A question. Holy shit. I didn't know they knew how to do that. And, oh, by the way, if you remember if you have a viable question for the president now, okay. you have to send it in 24 to 48 hours in advance before you ask the question. Absolutely. And if you ask the question before that, somebody's going to lose their fucking head in the Biden White House, <laughs> i.e. TJ Ducklow right now. He's out looking for a job. Hey, job recruiter sites, if you're looking for a valid candidate for press secretary, here we go. We got TJ Ducklow out there. Man, he lost I'm, his shit on some reporter. I'm sure he'll end up on CNN in the next week. Oh, Jesus, you know he will, because Don <laughs> Lemon will eat that shit up. Don Lemon will probably try to hit on him. Oh, yeah. It's okay, though. Um, but back to the impeachment. This is really funny, okay? Because Trump wasn't just acquitted, all right? They, I mean, they literally had their asses handed to them. So, Swalwell. Not really. I mean. Well, they got caught doctoring evidence. Well, they got caught doing multiple a times, bunch of shit. Right? And then. Oh, well, who's Swalwell, though? Let's really talk about Swalwell for a second. Uh, this okay. is the guy banging Fang Yang in the fucking, in the oh, hotels yeah. out oh, there. Yeah. Oh, oh a Chinese spy. Yeah. And he's getting sucked into a honeypot. And he's the one bringing up comments about, who are you to fucking be questioning the president of the United States? You stupid son of a bitch. Okay. When you didn't understand that the person you were fucking was a Chinese spy. Um. Yes. Oh, she had a great tits and a great ass. I'm sure she did, you fucking homo. Well, I, and I've got some questions that were not submitted, that were not spoken um, by the Republicans, which were funny as hell. But anyway, I'll get to those in a second. But um, then, so the Democrats actually voted to call witnesses. Even, oh, that was great. Even after Mitch McConnell yep. was like, if you call witnesses, you are going to incur the wrath. Yeah. No, no. Incur the wrath. Because. Then at that point, we can call everybody. Everybody, right? So the the Democrats are going to call Secret Service, FBI. At the last minute, they saw the The list. List, list. yeah, of like 301. Yep. And on top of that, including Nancy Pelosi, Kamala Harris, and fucking AOC. I was like, oh man, do uh, it, do it, do it, do it. We we don't need that. Never mind. Do it. No no witnesses. Hey, this is like, this is Nike. Just do it. All right. I mean, that shit was hysterical. Um, and they knew they were going to lose. Yeah, well, they, they knew that a week ago. They, uh, who's it, the senator from Pennsylvania, in their closing arguments today. First word out of her mouth was, uh, we submit that the speech on January 6th did not incite the riot that took over the Capitol. Finally, they were calling it a riot. I don't know if you saw all of the, all right. So for instance, <clears throat> there is uh, a school that you go to in the military where you get to learn about body language. 
And uh, when you're questioning somebody, you get to learn about all this shit, about what a guilty person shows, what an innocent person shows, different signs in the body, different ways that the body sits, the way you talk, the way you sit and act. <clears throat> so the first person they had out was Raskin's dumbass this afternoon for the uh, opening statements of the closing statements. And I was like, hmm, he's coming out and... If you look at his body posture, you look just how he carried himself to the podium. He was walking kind of slumped over, shoulders down. Uh, his hands were at his side. He wasn't like carrying his papers in front of him like he was proud. He was about to do something good. He was kind of walking very subdued. And when you look at that, you look at someone who's lost. That means they're down. They're, they're out. They're, they're out of it. They're done. It's over. Like they know that, hey, the truck hit the wall and by God, the driver didn't live. That that was what I saw coming from every single person. If you watch every single person walk up to that podium this afternoon, you watched every single person walking up in straight up fucking defeat because they knew, A, they didn't prove their case. They never proved one charge of incitement. Not one. Not one. Nope. Even when they fucking purposefully left out the, we're going to march peacefully mm -hmm. to the to the Capitol. And make our voices heard. Peacefully and patriotically. Peacefully and patriotically. Even when they left that shit out, they still could not prove their case. Oh, and the Trump's team. Too. That was hysterical. Trump's team came up with, uh, it was a 40-minute montage of every Democrat that has said anything that under this new realm, this new regime, this new cancer cult culture bullshit, they could fucking come up with that was considered inciting. It was 40 minutes long from start to end. Yep. Holy shit. There was a lot of seat shifting. And <clears throat> in my world, when you see somebody change their seat, when they're moving their butthole, that means that they're trying to take pressure off their pineal gland, <laughs> which means they're guilty as fuck for trying to incite yeah. Maxine. We, we Maxine Waters. That, we call that the asshole fucker. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Because if you stuck a piece of coal up there in about a week, you'd have a fucking diamond yeah. because that son of a bitch went, oh, oh shit, not me. Don't call me out. And there was a lot of people that got called out in that video. And I almost liked it. Uh, oh God, what's his name? I'm trying to remember the second lawyer, the guy that's actually worth his shit. The first dude Vanderbeen. is a fucking idiot. Vanderbeen. Is that the first one? Or the yeah, second I one. think that was the second one. The, the second one, he was on, on the spot. He almost changed my mind as to the constitutionality argument. Because when I heard the first one speak and he was like talking about fucking, oh, well, when people talk about, well, we changed our bit because of how good the Democrats, the house manager sounded. I was like, really, dude? You just came out and just admitted that, hey, look, these dudes came out and rocked it and we weren't expecting that and now we're fucked. Dude, that's not the way you open up. No. You don't open that way. And and Trump knew that apparently because I've heard that he was angry about it. Um, but the second dude, he made the constitutionality argument about the whole thing. And when I, when I heard him, I was like, holy shit, that guy actually almost changed my mind. I was like, yeah, you're absolutely right. This is unconstitutional. And I'm a constitutionalist. I believe that the constitution is read a certain way that it's read as it's written. Yeah. So when it says that the judge, the 
The Chief Justice, Chief Justice shall, shall prevail. prevail. That means he has to be there. He doesn't have a choice. Yeah, There's no like choice there. No, it's no, no, no. That. He has to be there because there are certain things I've gotten in the past from the military that said, you shall proceed, which means you don't have a choice. No, you, fucking you don't, you don't show up. No. Guess what? We're coming to arrest your ass. Yeah. Um, I, I know that that is you shall, you are, you are invited to enjoin. That is a completely different story. That means you have a choice, but when it says you shall proceed, you fucking get your ass up and you go. Well, so we knew from the very beginning that when Chief Justice Roberts said, I will not preside over this because it's unconstitutional, that it was unconstitutional. It was a fucking kangaroo court from the very beginning. No, that's not true. Again, you said he wasn't going to provide this. You you're talking about a single chief justice. You got to remember what is the Supreme Court? How many how many judges are in the Supreme Court? Nine, but the Constitution Why? says that the that the chief justice shall preside. That's fine, but the point is, is you heard one justice say that it was unconstitutional. But you, I heard the chief. Justice. You did not was supposed to preside. Correct, but you heard one justice who said that it was unconstitutional. You did not hear the Supreme Court rule on it and say that it's unconstitutional. That's the difference. You have to still. You got to understand for something to be unconstitutional, the Supreme Court's got to rule in favor of it being unconstitutional, which means a five to four vote saying yeah, it's unconstitutional, or six to three, or seven to two, whatever. You've got to have that majority that's saying it's unconstitutional. There's never been a 9-0 unconstitutionality verdict ever handed down by the Supreme but Court. the Supreme Court's not even going to hear that case because nope. Chief Justice Roberts said it was unconstitutional. No, he just didn't. He decided to not preside over it, which tells me a lot because that was kind of a, a message to say, hey, look, you fucking idiots. What well, you're doing he, he's got is wrong. issues too, honestly. Because well, he's got his dick in his whole, whole bunch of different pots. Wood just uh, filed suit against him for child trafficking. Well, Lynn Wood is not a cop, nor is he a prosecutor, so I'm not really too worried about uh, that. Yeah, no, I know it, but it's uh, it's kind of crazy. All right, but let me let me go back to these questions because this was some funny shit, right? So while I think it was Rand Paul was reading this newspaper during the trial because he was like, "This is Quentin bullshit." Ted Cruz was tweeting out. He said, uh, since the trial is going to drag on days or weeks longer, here's some entertainment to fill in the time. Uh, while we're waiting to figure out what's next, I thought I'd share some of the cues in the pile that didn't make the cut to be asked yesterday. These are all real from various senators who will remain anonymous. Question one, where's the short fat guy? The short fat guy? <laughs> I don't know. That's a question from a senator. Where's the short fat guy? Uh, Madler, maybe? Was he even... Uh, he wasn't there. I guess he wasn't. Okay. Question two. Can we build the Keystone Pipeline if we add Hunter Biden to the board? Mm. <laughs> Question three. To Manager Swalwell, tell us about Bang Bang. <laughs> you meant four. Bang Bang. No, Bang Bang. No, Bang Bang. Okay. Question four. Generic. Have any of the house managers had sexual relations with a Chinese communist spy? Please explain. <laughs> <laughs> Question five. If we put him in a burlap sack and throw him in the river does and he does not float, must we convict? <laughs> hey, if the glove doesn't fit, you got to convict. You got to acquit, I mean. Okay. 
Uh, let's see. Yeah, there was that. Okay, that, that was that's it. Oh wow, it, that's that's it. I don't know. Cruz is a riot, but the I I like Cruz most of the time. I like DeSantis. All of the time. I was about to say, so, your bit about DeSantis is probably the best one I've heard in a very long time. To say, Governor DeSantis, <laughs> he was on a congested conference call with Biden and federal health authorities. Um, this was on Wednesday. And, and here's the what's been reported as part of this transcript. DeSantis says, how much do you stand to earn from these vaccines, Dr. Fauci? And Joe, if you continue with this course of action, I will authorize the state National Guard to protect the movement of Floridians, DeSantis said. And I'm guessing he's talking about how Biden wanted to essentially not let Floridians travel. Well, he he was talking about shutting down travel within the continental United States. Yeah. Okay. So Biden said, address me as Mr. President or President Biden. DeSantis said, I will not, and you can go fuck yourself before it hung up. And I tell you what, people, if that does not make you want to get off your ass and move to Florida now. It really does. Like, we're about to sell our house, and I'm like, all right, do we move to Florida? Or, or do we stay here? Or do we stay here? I'm kind of I'm feeling Florida. I'm I got an itch in my nut. Too. I'm thinking Florida is the Although, way to go. Although, you know, Texas isn't so bad either because um, – you know, Texas could potentially secede, and legally, they're the only ones that can since they're they're the, the only, only republic, republic yeah. in the union. Um, yep. And South Carolina, if it wasn't for that fucking schmuck Lindsey Graham, uh, they they put up a bill too, basically to block everything that Biden's doing, everything one hundred percent. So well, God bless them South too. South Carolina is not twenty minutes away from here. Like not we even. can move over the over the border and live in South Carolina and still keep our jobs and, and Savannah. Yep, yeah, exactly. Um, It'd be a pain in the ass, but yeah, we could do it. Yeah, I mean, we could totally do it. So anyway, got a couple couple options. Uh, but uh, you know, with all that being said, it would be easier to move to Florida. It would be easier to move to Texas. It would be easier to move to South Carolina in the long run. But if we all leave the swing states, then we're really just giving up. Yeah, well, because Georgia's become a swing state. Georgia so is a swing state. We have no choice but yeah. to deal with that. We have to stay and fight to keep our state red. Yeah. Because it is red. And if we all get up and leave the swing states, then we are literally just handing it to the Democrats. Yeah. It's just like not going to vote. Right? You might as well not vote. Yeah, you might as well not vote. And I, I know people, and we're a ways away from voting again. And people are all at, well, what's the fucking point? Because it got stolen the last time. It's going to get stolen again. Yeah, I've already heard that. But the point is, if you don't do it at all, then then you're just handing it to them. So my next question becomes the uh, issue with, uh, oh, oh, well, first of all, I know you all don't like to listen to them, but I, I beg you all to go listen to Monday morning, this past Monday, just this Monday, um, not Two Mondays ago, just this past Monday. So it would be the, uh, the fuck was Monday, babe? I don't fucking know what day is today. I have no idea. <laughs> well, today's the 13th. So it's Saturday, and Monday would have been the 8th. All right. So everybody go back to the 8th and listen to uh, Ben Shapiro's. Oh, my God. I knew you were going to say that fucking cut. <clears throat> yeah. Well, he might be a cut, but I'll tell you what. He had a great show, 
And uh, for the first time in a long time, I actually sat there and said, holy shit, this guy figured it out finally. And he lays out. Oh, did he figure out that the election was stolen? Took? No. He laid out that, hey, listen, he was trying to make it, boil it down to the, for the lowest person in the room, the fourth grader in the room. He was trying to explain it like a fourth grader. Look, the common let me tell you about the press and lays it out. I mean, he couldn't make a better argument for the press, the way the press has been for the last, I mean, I, I don't even want to destroy it. I just want you all to go listen to it the because way the press has been since Obama authorized propaganda in the media. Correct. A hundred percent. And he laid it out and he puts it out there. Like I, I have not heard any other person do a radio podcast, whatever the fuck you want to, however you want to listen to it. I have not heard anybody laid out like he did. And it was phenomenal. It was a great piece. Um, I spoke about it in my last two, but of course you all didn't hear it because those two, those three got destroyed. <laughs> so long story short, you have to go listen to it. It is a great podcast. Um, it was, I mean, it couldn't lay the argument out any better. I was like, holy shit, dude, you finally see the writing on the wall. It was not a libertarian look at it at all. It was 100% a Republican look. And I got to tell you, it fucking hit the house. I was like, dude, that was, why can't you talk about that every day in your podcast? If you could talk about that every day in your podcast, you'd have so many more listeners. Yeah. I don't know. I can't, it's not always the content. Sometimes it's the voice that drives me away. Well, you, you just know? have a, I guess you, you're anti-Semitic then. You must have a problem with Jews. Um, what does that have to do with anything? He's Jewish. What does that have to do with the sound of this voice? I don't know. You're making that a problem, not me. It's just like high pitched and whiny. It annoys me. Well, you'll have that on those big jobs. Man. Uh, okay, I hate yeah. to see it. I really yeah. do. I hate yeah. to see it. Well, I wish that he would have laid out, um, you know, all of the evidence of election fraud that has... he, he doesn't believe that it was stolen. So. Well, he's at that. See, again, that's why I don't like him. Um, because even now the left has admitted that it was stolen. Fucking Time Magazine, a week ago Thursday, put out a huge piece on the secret history of how the election was stolen. Well, and they flat out say... That's what his podcast is about. Oh, that was what it was about? Yeah. The Time Magazine piece? Correct. Okay, awesome. Because there's a, there's been a whole bunch of that. He, um, he blasts them. He puts them on blast because he said, wait a minute. Now, he, he what he's talking about is the double standard that exists now. That nobody can... Everybody wants to look at it as if it were the uh, white elephant in the room. It is not the white elephant in the room. The Everybody has to understand that this is actually going on. It's not hidden anymore. It's in plain view. You can see it every day. What's her name from fucking The Mandalorian? She just got canceled. She got fired because yeah. she's a Trump supporter. Because she's a Trump supporter. Because yeah. she mentioned something that has nothing to do with her job, but she got the boot. Oh yeah, but some other guy at Disney can literally post a picture of Trump's. It was the Mandalorian, wood chipper, and coming out with blood, and he's still there. He—that was the Mandalorian, yeah. the actual Mandalorian. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I can't remember his name, but who gives a shit? Because yeah. he doesn't matter anyway. So, yeah, so he can post up pictures. Maybe. Well, no, no, no. Even better, because what they fired her for, or what they claimed to fire her for, was because she posted on Twitter that. 
well, you know, back in, you know, 38, 39, when Nazis were coming after coming after you, it wasn't soldiers. It was your neighbors that were turning you in. Yeah. It's kind of like, you know, America right now, the health department wants us to wear a mask over our mouth and our eyes. And, you know what's and because she compared it to the Holocaust, that's why they fired her. However, the, the actual, the actor who was the Mandalorian, he actually posted a picture of kids behind barbed wire in 1937, Jews that were behind barbed wire in 1937, and then kids that were in cages, which wasn't even accurate because it wasn't even the kids in cages in Texas oh, uh, two it? years ago. It was in like Guatemala or some shit yeah. like that. And he was trying to say that that was in Texas. And he tried to say that, wow, don't these look alike? Dude, what are you talking about? You, Your argument sucked. Her argument was actually very valid. Her and I was like, was wow, hey, look at this. Well, she actually got picked up by Daily Wire. Well, that's good. Which is Ben Shapiro's group. Yeah. So, hey, you know what? Fuck you and your... I don't like his whiny voice. I don't like his voice. I like his writing. I don't like his voice. So, anyway. I like to read what he writes. However, she did make a very interesting, a very compelling argument um, comparing what's going on right now to what happened in Nazi Germany pre-World War II. And I I heard another... um, interesting argument along similar lines just the other day. So because it wasn't soldiers going from house to house grabbing up Jews, it was their no, it was your neighbor. Yeah. Them in. yeah. And how did they get their neighbors to turn on them? They told them they were diseased. They told them that they they, yeah, them they were diseased and they unsafe. Were sick, they were diseased and that they were going to infect them. Sound familiar? Hmm. Where are we at right now? Just throwing that out there. I, I, I'm just saying that shit is crazy. The fact that the cancel culture has gotten to where it is, the fact that it's got the strength that it has behind it. I, there's not much more you can say. It is what it is. I get it. We let this happen to our country. We did. But now the question is, what are we going to do about it? What are we going to do about it? And how do we fight back? Who fights back? Because obviously we just can't fight back anymore because we just learned that from the Capitol Hill riots. Look what happened. You had some people who went in there. Some of them were legitimate Trump supporters. Six percent of them were probably not Trump supporters. I.e., the guy who dropped the bombs. The uh, the ones that were breaking shit. Breaking shit that yeah. were causing actual damage that were going after cops. Yeah. Those because guys. The Trump supporters in there were like, "No, don't do that. We're not yeah. here for that. Yeah. Stop doing that." They were telling the cops, stop them. They're not They're not Trump supporters. They're Antifa. Stop them from doing that. And the cops are just sitting there with their fucking thumbs up their asses doing that diddly squat. I think, that? Well, we won't know because... A, Nancy Pelosi didn't get called as a witness. Bingo. Because <laughs> had she gotten called, wow. But you know what I found? That I think would have been a big deal. Uh, what Here was kind of a big deal. So just today... So you know that the chief of the Capitol Police resigned immediately after January 6th, right? And they have an acting chief of police. Well, the rank and file officers in the U.S. Capitol Police issued a vote of no confidence today against their acting chief and all the other top leadership, including so uh, acting chief Yoganda Pittman, two assistant chiefs, 
three deputy chiefs, and a captain in the Capitol Building Division. Uh, I'm sorry, the vote began on Thursday afternoon, continued for 24 hours so that all three shifts of officers could vote during work. And yeah, they offer they they came up with a vote of no confidence in their leadership. Hmm. Isn't wonder, that interesting? Wonder why that happened. Oh, I don't know. Probably because they're a bunch of lion fucking douchebags. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Cucks, yeah, that's one way to put it. Because they know that they got set up. Well, I I, I don't well, know if they got then, know they got set up, but well, they're starting to figure it out. And then this letter came out as well um, from uh, Mayor Muriel Bowser. And this is from January 5th. That I actually really enjoyed reading. Uh-huh. And I thought that was like telltale. Hey, look, like, look, fuckers. Hey, yeah. read this. So, I mean, uh, so here, here's the this letter. is my word to you people. This was this went to the Honorable Jeffrey Rosen, who's the acting United States Attorney General, the Honorable Chris Miller, who is the acting Secretary of Defense, and the Honorable Ryan D. McCarthy, who is the Secretary of the Army. And she said... Dear Acting Attorney General Rosen, Secretary McCarthy, and Acting Secretary Miller, as the law enforcement agency charged with protecting residents and visitors throughout the District of Columbia, the Metropolitan Police Department, MPD, is prepared for this week's First Amendment activities. MPD has coordinated with its federal partners, namely the U.S. Park Police, U.S. Capitol Police, and the U.S. Secret Service, all of whom regularly have uniformed personnel protecting federal assets in the District of Columbia. This week, MPD has additional logistical support of unarmed members of the D.C. National Guard who will work under the direction of and in coordination with MPD. The District of Columbia government has not requested personnel from any other federal law enforcement agencies. To avoid confusion, we ask that any request for additional assistance be coordinated using the same process and procedures. We are mindful that in 2020, MPD was expected to perform the demanding tasks of policing large crowds while working around unidentifiable personnel deployed in the District of Columbia without proper uh, coordination. Unidentifiable personnel, in many cases armed, caused confusion among residents and visitors and could become a national security threat with no way for MPD and federal law enforcement to decipher armed groups. To be clear, the District of Columbia is not requesting other federal law enforcement personnel and discourages any additional deployment without immediate notification to and consultation with MPD if such plans are underway. The protection of persons and property is our utmost concern and responsibility. MPD is well-trained and prepared to lead the law enforcement coordination and response to allow for the peaceful demonstration of First Amendment rights in the District of Columbia. Sincerely, Mural Browser, Mayor. Bowser. But, Whatever. yeah, I, why wasn't that presented as evidence, I'm wondering? I mean, that's a great question. I mean, she flat out said, we got this. We don't need you. And she's talking about MPD. Did you see any MPD there? Nope. I didn't see any of them. I saw a, a handful I, I, of I, no, I, I kept telling you to watch your back because that's what I was concerned about. Because I told you, I told you, what was I, what did I tell you? I said, when look, the fan, if come Capitol, all sides. Yep, yep. Capitol Police can't handle this, they're going to call an MPD. MPD is going to come in cracking skulls. I knew that was going to happen. And I told you that that day. But they didn't. That's they the never point. showed. They never, they showed, never up. showed up. Nope. They never showed up. As if they were told to stand by or stand down. Exactly. 
Hmm. Where have we heard those words before? Interesting. Interesting, huh? Well, and of course that, and we've talked about this before, but the, the chief of the Capitol police that resigned came out and said that he requested additional law enforcement personnel six times leading up to that day. And every single request was refused. Well, you know, I, I got to I got another question that just I've been begging to ask All right, yeah. because, you know, this one is a little really confusing to me. All right. And people understand I'm not making light of the situation. I'm not making light of facts that it happened. All right. But where was AOC sexual harassment complaint when the pound me too movement was going on? Pound me too. Yeah. I mean, seriously? I think it's just called the Me Too movement, but I like it. The pound Me Too. <laughs> I mean, is it not the pound symbol? I mean, I'm just wondering. I mean, I'm that old. I, I don't know how to hashtag shit. I, I'm just saying that the pound Me Too movement. I mean, where was that when that was going on? Because hmm. if she was sexually assaulted, don't you think she would have been out there in the forefront of everybody because she is such a fucking media whore that she would have been out there, oh, please, let me suck my media dick real quick. <laughs> I mean, probably. With those big lips, yeah. I, I'm just saying, it, why didn't she come out with it then? I mean, I, I just find it odd. I mean, other than this is obviously coming from a Democratic playbook. I mean, it's obvious. This is a Democratic playbook. It's all, they have this, they use the same fucking tired old playbook over and over and over. I know. But They've literally been using the same fucking playbook since 1937. So my question is. Except that it was in Nazi Germany. Why, why do we keep falling for it as a people? Well, see, that's the thing. People have stopped falling for it. I, because Really? Biden, uh, whoa, whoa, time out. Really? Biden was just elected again. No, he wasn't. Even if he wasn't. It's immaterial. The point is, is he was elected again. No, the point is he was installed in somewhere. But I, I'm not even you're not even going down that road is, because technically he is still the president. But he is someone is acting president wearing a Joe Biden mask on TV. OK, that may be. But he wasn't elected. He wasn't elected by the people. And we know that because so much, you're, you're, you kept telling me there's no evidence, there's no evidence, there's no evidence, there's no evidence. If there was evidence, we would have seen it. Well, no, off, I said, if there's real evidence, i.e. if there's evidence, let me tell you something. If, let me tell you how this works so you understand it, because you have to understand how sensitive of an issue that is, constitutionally speaking, okay? If there is, if there is real evidence of election fraud, Let's just talk about that real quick, okay? Yeah. Real evidence of election fraud. What are you talking? You're talking about something that would basically dismantle our whole system of government from the inside and destroy so it. I, no, no. Listen, you're not listening. No, I I'm saying that if there is true evidence, I mean actual evidence that you can put people under oath, that you can show video that you can show pictures of that you can show evidence to that you can show data ip addresses no 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 China, i ip directly connecting with connected IP connected Georgia, okay and the collected how stop stop, stop 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 collected how 
collected how? How was it collected? Legally, by the law, by a law enforcement officer yeah. sworn to uphold and protect the Constitution of the United No, okay. no, evidence, never, evidence never. doesn't need to be collected. Most by certainly law does. Most certainly okay, does. So you're telling me that every single piece of evidence that's ever been presented in any court case has always been collected by a law enforcement officer every single time, period. Or a member of the court, absolutely. So, absolutely. So, so some person can't just find evidence it doesn't it doesn't count if they're not a sworn law enforcement officer not unless it's collected by a sworn law, law enforcement officer and you can show a chain of custody from point a to point fucking z when it's presented in front of a court absolutely it most certainly is that's how evidence works babe that's how that happens you cannot you cannot randomly introduce evidence into a court case when you have no official duty in collecting that evidence or preserving that evidence okay well Mike Lindell put up a whole lot of evidence. A, a lot of it had already been seen, and some of it was new, um, especially the last 45 minutes of his Absolute Truth documentary that he put out. Um, new evidence. That she fell asleep three times watching. I I'm just letting you know. In the first hour Stop. You were watching it three times, and I watched it twice. She was out. She was snoring worse than I've ever I heard her snore before in my whole life. Half, I thought she died. Like the dog kept bugging her. That's how big of annoying she was. (laughs) And then I watched the second half and I definitely say that the first half was, was really a rehash of everything that Rudy Giuliani had gone around the country, which was all evidence, but I'd already seen all that. The new stuff, the last 45 minutes, that's some pretty compelling evidence right there. Uh, And, and there was a lot of it. I know you haven't watched that documentary, Dave, and I highly suggest you do it. Um, then there was the new video. Hey, wait a minute. Mike Lindell is what part of any court in the United States? I mean, he's got a prosecutor number somewhere, a defense attorney number. No, somewhere. but he put up $2 million of his own money to find evidence. And he got it from uh, a lady named, I think her name is Mary Fanning, who is a lawyer, who is a sworn officer of the court, and who actually collected this evidence. Yeah, but when, okay, so one more time. And let's name, let's and go back to the, stop, let's, stop, let's no. go back to the optics of what you just said to me. Yep. He put up $2 million of his own money. Mm-hmm. Do you understand what that means? Mm-hmm. Bribery can be involved. You have to understand where this comes from. This doesn't come out of unrational space. This is a very rational thought. Listen, we do not put up our own money for evidence. That's not how evidence is collected. He put up his own money to find the evidence. And it's not a matter of bribery. It's a matter of hiring investigators. Uh, hon, yeah. one more time. Hiring investigators. $2 million dollars of his own money yeah. to find it. Do you understand what you're saying right there to find evidence? You know what? If I had $2 million to give to someone to find evidence, I bet to God they could... Let's say you and I were getting a divorce. Well, he didn't give let's it all to one person. Let's say you and I were getting a divorce. Mm-hmm. Okay. And for just shits and giggles. We're getting a divorce. I, I just shoot you. And I had two million dollars. Then I'd keep all your money. Let me tell you something. I so would I just feed you pineapple. I would give two million dollars to a person to mm-hmm. find evidence on you that you were somehow abusing our kids. And guess what? I guarantee you with my two million dollars, I could find four or five people that would come forward and say, I witnessed, witnessed her abusing the kids. That's why I would do that for free. So that's, well, that's true. That's just because they don't (laughs) like me. I don't give a fuck. (laughs) Fuck them. And they know exactly who I'm talking to too. So fuck you. But point being, that's why we don't do that. Well, why don't you watch the documentary before you shit on it? 
I, it's not that. If it was that good, if the evidence was that good, mm-hmm. it would already be in front of a court. It's well, not it has there. been in front of a court. Okay? No, it's not. Because, yeah. All right. Well, everyone keeps saying that Trump lost all of his cases, right? There were 80. Minus two. 80. Not true. There were 80 mm. fraud cases up. No, there's two still going on. No. There's 35 that are still going on. Okay. 21 have already been adjudicated. Of those 21, he won 14. So he's won two-thirds of the cases that have already gone through the courts, and there are still 35 that are pending, including four that are going to be heard in SCOTUS for the initial conference on February 19th. Well, you hope, because remember, they've they got to choose. scheduled for the conference. That, they are scheduled for the conference, which means they are discussing if they are going to hear them, hear them. Yes. in the future. Yes. And those aren't even all Trump's cases. Uh, one of them is Sean Purnell's case. I mean, but it's all election fraud. But all of those cases in the lower courts, everything that was dismissed, no judge heard a single piece of evidence. No, in any it, one of them. I know that they because they never even got that far. They just threw them out because the courts are just as corrupt. That's what we've learned. What the government's corrupt. Stop. The courts stop. are corrupt. They're all fucking corrupt. They were thrown out based on what? Standing. There's. Oh, Judicial rule okay. is basically what they were so, thrown out. Okay, of. Here, here's what they said. So here's the standing. First, they said you when they tried to present the election fraud case before the election, they fraud. said you can't present it yet because no one's been injured. And then they presented. Well, no, no, they said that you don't have a victim yet because okay, exactly. the election actually hasn't taken place. Right. So, so then if you're gonna if you're gonna try if you're gonna try to throw court shit at me, at least throw it out properly. Fine. There was no victim yet. So then they presented the same case after the election and they said, it's too late. It's already done. Okay, well, that's, that's a matter of now. So that's a catch 22. No, it's not. That is actually something that goes to appeal then. And in the appeal, the decision goes to SCOTUS and SCOTUS makes the decision. And that's where it's at now. Okay. Well, that's one case. But they still haven't heard any evidence. It's immaterial. That is immaterial. The point is, you have to understand how a lot of the cases that he did file lost. They lost. Seven of them lost. On judiciary rule. 14 of them won. On judiciary rule. That's it. They didn't hear any evidence. They just won on judiciary rule. They never got to sit down in front of a judge and actually present evidence in front of a grand jury. And that's exactly my point. Well, why didn't they? If they won them, why didn't they present evidence? Because why? In some of them, they did present evidence and they won. No, they haven't. They, I have yet to hear a, go ahead, pull up one case for me right now on your phone that he won. Tell me the state docket number, whole bit. I want to hear it all. I want to hear where there was evidence presented to a group. Because I'm telling you right now, if it was presented in front of a judge, in front of a grand jury, and in front of all of those people, and everybody said, yep, 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 yep. Guess what? That is now standing within the Supreme Court for the Supreme Court to hear every single one of those cases going in front of them because that sets precedent. That's what we call precedent. A lower court always sets precedent. The Supreme Court doesn't set precedent. The Supreme Court rules on precedent. The lower courts make precedent. Okay, so here's one of them. Uh, Trump campaigns win case in Pennsylvania over the voter ID deadline. Um, so what, what was the case based on? 
because you're now you're going down something else that is now. So uh, Trump campaign won a case that attempted to disqualify a small number of mail-in ballots for first-time Pennsylvania voters who were unable to confirm their identification by November 9th. So that is just going into election law. So okay. that uh, that counts towards future elections. How does that change the outcome of the election? I'm, I'm not saying it did. I'm saying that he won these election cases. Uh, that doesn't talk about fraud, though. Trump wins, wins election case in Wisconsin Supreme Court. Let's see. The second Supreme Court case in Wisconsin sued over the same topics as the, the one that he lost on, let's see, uh, declared that the Wisconsin Election Commission overstepped its bounds when they told people they can declare themselves indefinitely confined. Okay, so now now you're talking still that's not fraud. You're talking about electoral uh, interference. Well, yeah, then changing the the uh, rules. The rules. Correct. Right. That is not fraud. I want to know about the fraud cases that he won. I'm guaranteeing you're going to come up with a big fat goose egg because there are no fraud cases that he won. None that would change significantly change the outcome of the election. That's what all the Republicans are getting into. That's all, what all the rhinos are yelling about. There's no fraud, blah, 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 blah. Okay, here we go. Uh, in its first court victory, a Nevada judge has agreed to let the Trump campaign present its evidence that fraud and illegalities plagued the state's elections. Enough to reverse Joe Biden's win and set an example for other state challenges. Okay, and what happened with that case? Hold on, hold on. Um, According that, to Trump officials, the judge set a December 3rd hearing date and is allowing 15 depositions. So it hasn't it hasn't happened yet. That's coming up. That could be the first, but that's way too late. That's too too late on so many levels. That's like ridiculously late. Like we can't even talk about that late. Wow. I mean, but these are all the things I'm getting to. Is there a statute of limitations on fraud? Yeah, I believe so. But I think the bigger part about it is there's a statute of limitations when the fraud pertains to an election. You only have so much time to prove that fraud. That's why I kept telling you the, there are dates, there are, there are milestones that you have to meet. And we've missed the biggest one. The biggest one was January 20th. It's happened. Look, people, I know. I don't want to say it any more than anybody else does. Trump is not the president. I got bad news for you. Joe Biden is the president. And we are gloriously watching Joe Biden lose everything. Everything. I'm sorry. You cannot argue that. Because everything that Joe Biden has touched has literally turned to liquid shit in his hands. And it has been hysterical to sit back and watch. I've been telling everybody, listen. Sit back, get ready to watch this because this is going to be a funny four years. Joe Biden is handing out red pills by the double fist. Oh my God. I, BLM has come out and said, I think we got shortchanged. Uh, all the unions have come out and said they got shortchanged. Everybody. I mean, well, fuck Even yeah. The guy, so the guy that got called out in the Times Magazine article about he was the leader of the secret cabal that swung the election Joe Biden's way. He's the one that came out and was like, oh, oh shit, maybe we shouldn't have done that because now Biden's fucked us. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, it's, it, like, it's going to get worse and I worse know. and worse. This and is... The, the only thing that 
hasn't turned to shit quite yet in Joe Biden's hands is the military. And why is that? Because it's not in Joe Biden's hands. Mm. And you can say whatever you want about that, but I have law on my side here because per the Presidential Transition Enhancement Act of 2019, go ahead, look it up. The outgoing president, that would be Trump, controls the military for 60 days post-inauguration, which puts it at March 21st. So we were wondering how General Flynn's brother could possibly be given command of the entire Pacific, right? Because obviously anyone with the last name Flynn is a fucking sworn enemy of the Bidens or the Democrats in general. Well, how did Charles Flynn get that command? Ooh, maybe because... Biden's not in control of the military yet. No, Biden is in control of who gets that command. That's within the military. You, you, you're talking about three levels away from Biden. Biden doesn't have any control over that. That, babe. That, so hold on, think, hold on a second. Okay, hold on, so time you out. Think if the president of the United States. Tell me something. Whoa, whoa, no, time no, out, time out, time out. No, 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 no. The Secretary of. of of defense or whomever and said, yeah, no. Who, Lloyd Austin? Okay, really? Yeah. That guy's just fucking a suit. He's not even a uniform okay, anymore. Okay, he it. was an empty uniform when he was serving. Now he's just a suit. So if Biden calls up whoever is supposed to be making that decision, you, you cannot tell me that the commander-in-chief of the armed forces has no say in who his top generals are. Okay. He does. That is not considered a top general position. He's a four-star general commanding the Pacific. No. The area He's, over China and Taiwan. No. He is a four-star general that's in charge of Hawaii, Guam, and our neighboring partner nations within that area. He is not – He let me tell the guy who's got the most power in the Pacific mm-hmm. is the naval commander of the Pacific fleet. And the reason that guy's got the most is because what's the most – what's the biggest thing that's out there, babe? Fucking water. Yeah. There's not a whole lot of land out there. Yeah. So to put an army general in charge of some troops, oh shit, you got little bit of Hawaii, little bit of Guam, little bitty over here, little bitty over there. You don't really have a whole lot of land mass there. Massing forces is not such a worry out there. All right. Get real. That's not considered a major position. Now, the commander of the Pacific Fleet, well, that's a different story because now you're talking about a four star admiral. Who's sitting there and he's probably floating on some fucking carrier somewhere with some, huh? I have no fucking idea. Do I look like a fucking swabby? Do I look like, (laughs) I like dick? No, that's not me. There's a wrong hole in this man's Navy. All right. Okay. Well, I just thought it was really interesting that Lloyd Austin, um, is a homo stood the military down for 60 days, which directly coincides with that 60 day time period that Trump technically is supposed to be controlling the military for that transition act. Um, but Lloyd Austin said he's going to stand the military down for 60 days so that they can review, uh, what was it? Essentially, so that they can go over all of the soldiers' politics and see if they were Trump supporters. Uh, oh, no, I'm sorry. They're, they're, white supremacists, they're, baby. Yeah, they're, they're, get trying, real. they're trying to eliminate They're trying to get rid of white supremacists. And, and systemic racism in the military so, forces. So you're all aware right now, mm-hmm. if you're a Trump supporter, you're a white supremacist. Doesn't matter what color you are. Doesn't matter where you're at, but if you're a Trump supporter, you're a white supremacist. And not only that, you're a domestic terrorist. On top of that. Yeah. On top of that. And be careful because they might be using drone strikes on us soon. 
Well, CNBC. Hey, I'm waiting for that one. Bring yeah. it, bitches. Okay. I mean, we, we can we can take an army at our door. A drone strike's kind of a different thing. Not really. I can shoot that far. I've <laughs> shot that far before. Oh, Fuck them. <laughs> uh, but I just... Tell me, babe. So if Lloyd Austin succeeds in kicking out 75% of the military for being white supremacist Trump supporters, what are those millions of boys going to do? Honestly? Yeah. I don't know. What did I do? Uh, Start a podcast? (laughs) uh, You'd probably start a war, to be honest. Well, you get rid of enough of them, and let me tell you something, you you got a problem. It's not something you do. You don't because, you don't do that on a given day. Because once you uh, once you kick those boys out, they're no longer active duty soldiers, then they're veterans. And you know what? They still abide by their oath to the Constitution to protect this country from all enemies, foreign and domestic. But they no longer have to follow the rules, the orders from their commanding officers. Well, this is true because I don't have to listen to a fucking soul now. I'd tell you to fuck off. Except for me. I'd tell you to fuck off too. Yeah, but you still listen to me. So two Thursdays ago, Hannity laid out some really interesting shit that I thought was really cool that I thought everybody should hear. Um, And it was talking about conservative principles. And when I was listening to him, I was thinking to myself, man, you talk about conservative principles and you talk about patriot, being a patriot, what it means to be a patriot. And this is where I got my idea. This was an argument we were going to have. Shit. What? Last week? Yeah. Tuesday. um, Tuesday. Um, actually we were going to do it Sunday, but then our fucking Monday, well, so, Monday, yeah, we it did, was Sunday. We, we did, did it Sunday Bowl. night. Yeah. yeah we, we did, did it Super Bowl, Super Bowl night, yeah, which right. we still got to talk about that yeah, fucking after, heinous shit. Yeah. The Satan ha- Satan's Satan, halftime. Yeah, Satan's halftime. Okay. Uh, the, the super Satan halftime show. Yeah. Um, but anyway, um, we were talking about it and on Sunday and I was going to bring it up cause I thought it was a really good point. I thought he made some really good points and it was kind of backing my argument up for the Patriots, not leaving the Republican party. Instead, the Patriots just taking over the Republican party. Cause I think that's the way we should go. I don't think starting a whole party is worth it. I say, fuck it. We force those fuckers out. I say, you know what? We've been so in your face. We've been so fuck you. We've been so walking around wearing t-shirts with a skull and a, Patriots hat on like from the revolutionary, the revolution that says defiant in 1776 under it, that I tell you what, this is why we're Patriots. And he laid out some points to conservatism that I was like, actually, that actually applies to both sides. So some of the points were conservatives. It's simple. What do we want? It's simple. Being a conservative, it's very simple. That's the first part is, Hey, it's simple. All right. Uh, we want less government in our lives and limited government overall. I think that's pretty honest. We want to pay the lowest taxes possible. Taxes are illegal. Um, we want the end of burdensome Bert- regulations on small businesses and the stranglehold that they put on small businesses. That, that makes sense. We want secure borders. Um, we want energy independence. We want the high paying energy jobs to come back to America. That makes sense. Um, we want a con- we want constitutional justices. What's wrong with that? I don't see anything wrong with that. We want cities and towns that are safe and secure. I, I don't see a problem with that either. We want safe schools. We want law and order. Um, oh yeah, yeah. I said that, Don Lemon. Go ahead, fucking tell me something else, you stupid fucking moron. 
Uh, we want public schools that are failing or if, if there are public schools that are failing our kids, we want, uh, we, at a spectacular rate, we want good schools. We want them fixed. We want to find a way to get rid of teachers. We want the good teachers in there that are actually going to teach our kids something. Um, we want fear, free and fair trade deals. I think that's what Trump was doing. Um, oh, we want peace through strength, not just peace. We want peace through strength. Meaning, look, we're going to flex our muscle when we got to. We've got an army if we need it. We've got a Navy if we need it. We've got an Air Force if we need it. We don't want to use it, but don't push us to that level because we will. These are all things, I think, on the conservative side, also flush over to the patriot side. So my initial idea was that we don't start a third party. We actually, in 2022, support Republicans. Now I'm... Patriots. No, support Republicans. Now I'm thinking after seeing the bullshit I've seen for the last week and listening to the bullshit I've heard for the last week, now I'm thinking we push our own patriot, you know, patriot conservatives, however you want to look at them, we push our patriots through the GOP and we put them in office. We force all the fucking old-ass GOP motherfuckers, Mitch McConnell, he's got to go. Every other motherfucker that has come out, Romney, got to go. Susan Collins, got to go. Fucking what's her nuts, got to go. All of them. All of them. All the seven that voted against Trump, got to go. Not because they voted against Trump. They voted to save their own asses. They That's voted, they why. They voted against Trump. They voted against us. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. That's it. They voted against us. So my point is this. Instead of starting a new party, fuck that. Let's just take the GOP. Let's do it. What is stopping us? Trump's right. Starting a third party is going to do nothing but start rancor and bullshit. He's got 75 million voters, if not more, that voted for him. More. That's a whole lot of people. That's Even today, I had to listen to people on Fox News and CNN say, well, the most dangerous person in the GOP was acquitted today. <laughs> Why is he the most dangerous? Why do they say that? Especially on Fox News. Can't figure that one out. But I actually did. You want to know why? Why? Because he is the most dangerous person in the GOP. Because he can literally rip the GOP from the GOP. When was the last member of the GOP to walk out and get 75 million votes in Not, any election? No president, no sitting president has ever gotten, first off, no president has ever gotten that many votes. No sitting president has ever gotten that many votes in a second go around. No sitting president has ever increased their vote count by over 11 million votes on the second go around. So my point is simple. It, it's not to be a hard ass. It's not to be super stupid. Uh, it, it, it's super simple. We've already got the framework in front of us. Why start another party? Let's just go after the one we've got. Let's just take it. Hey, you want to took an election? Fine. We're going to took a party. Yeah. And, and we're going to take the next election. And then we take the next election. And the one after that. And we do it with the same zeal. We do it with the same bullshit that they fucking did it with. And we bring the rancor even worse on them. We, I mean, we step on skulls if we have to. But it starts at the local level. Yeah. You have to get involved. Why were they able to kick us out of the, uh, of the counting places? 
why were they uh, why were they able to to bar us from witnessing anything from actually looking at the ballots being counted because all because we gave in were democrats yep and we gave in i mean they said right in that times article that they they got an army of poll workers yep. to join their cause. Yep. So, so yeah. we have got to do the same thing. We, we have, to, do have thing. to get involved. People, you can't sit down anymore. Now we're telling you to stand up and now get involved. The more Republicans we can have involved, the more bullshit we can call, the more flags we can throw on the field. You want to call it, you want to use your own sports analogy. I don't give a shit what you call it. The more the ball is on the line, I don't give a fuck what you, how you call it. Jesus Christ. We just have to get involved. We all have to get involved. The more people involved, the more shit they cannot pull right in front of our eyes. The shit that they're trying to pull off is ridiculous. It, it, it just cannot happen anymore. We are letting it happen by not saying anything, by not doing anything, standing up and making our voices heard. We're doing something, but that's not enough. Now we have to get involved physically. We have to be there on election day. Look, 6.7 million Americans took off on a Wednesday in January to be in D.C. Yep. at Trump's request. All I'm saying is you, you got to get out there maybe once a week for five hours and push people to vote. Say, look, you got fucked by Joe Biden. We know that. You lost your job. We know that. The price of gas doubled. Food's going up 30%. Your taxes are going to go up. Holy shit. Your, your stimulus check, it ain't coming. Because guess what? First off, it's not going to be $2,000 and it's going to be $1,400. But not if you make more than $50,000 a year. Then you're getting shit. Sorry. Actually, that got bounced up to $75,000. No, it was seventy-five dollars Trump. Biden dropped it down to oh. 50 Okay. Yeah. yeah, Biden dropped it down to 50 Um. Oh, yeah. And if you were hoping that your student debt was going to get canceled. Good luck. Yeah, that, that shit ain't happening any time either. I hope you got a good bank account. Because I hate to break it to you. That was never going to happen. Why is that? Who owned your student loans? That would be the banks. Guess what? The Democrats, big fans of the banks. They're keeping them propped up. So it's funny you brought that up because I don't know why all of a sudden this snapped together, but I, I just thought of this. Um, I, Today I was listening and I heard, um, you know, a chick from back to the Mandalorian. Yeah. Um, she said all that shit. Right. And then there was an ABC reporter who went on and said that what was going on in Congress right now uh, with the Trump impeachment shit. She compared it to the Holocaust and Hitler actually compared Trump to Hitler. She didn't lose her job. Yeah, but this is the crazy part, right? Who owns ABC? Well, all of the news media is owned by like... No. Who owns ABC? I don't know. Who owns ABC? Disney. Of course. And she didn't get fired, but that chick got fired from them. I'm confused. Oh, because who owns Disney? Oh, China. Oh, well, then well, there we go. Uh, that all makes sense now. Canceled Disney Plus was trending on Twitter after all that shit went down too. Oh, well, so I've, I great. haven't, I've canceled Disney plus. I don't even pay for it anymore. I don't even watch it. So well, that's good. we've never watched Mandalorian here. I mean, we watched a couple episodes. You, you watched a couple episodes with the kids. That and was, that, it. And that was it. They and lost interest. They liked baby Yoda. And, yeah. You know, the second, that got then that got old, like three, and, and three episodes. Yeah. 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 Um, I, I gotta say though, you know, you, you say that, um, 
we have to get involved. And I completely agree because the Democrats are always getting involved. And this, this might be a little uh, maudlin, but I, I'm not oh, sure. She used the big word there. I'm not sure how many Democrats are going to be left to get involved in 2022. And, and why do I say that? Yeah, I'm wondering too. Hmm. Because more and more and more doctors and immunologists and virologists are coming out against this vaccine. And they're coming to a general consensus. And that general consensus is that in the next six to 24 months, they're estimating that upwards of 50% of people that got the COVID vaccine are either going to have a debilitating condition to the point where they're non-functioning or they're going to die. Sweet. So, you know, a lot of people have been saying, does that mean I'm going to be gone? Well, you know what? The doctors told me 15 years ago you were going to be dead in five years. If now the vaccine is giving you another fucking five-year expiration date, we've beaten that shit. Yeah, I'm not worried about years. you, okay? Because we have already determined that the only way that you're going to die is if I take you out back and fucking put you down like a horse with a broken leg. Because um, God doesn't want you and the devil's terrified of you. So you're not going anywhere until I take you out. But everyone else that got the vaccine, that's rough. Statistically, as of right now, with the vaccines that have been given, <laughs> so far, you are more likely to suffer serious illness or death from the vaccine than you are from COVID. Well, uh, huh? oh, oh, yeah. Huh? Yes. You are more likely to be injured or die from the vaccine than you are from COVID. Well, my God. So. Yeah. That just, I mean, there's something about that two plus two. They just don't compute. So, um, and everyone was like, oh, well, you know, the people that are not so thrilled with the vaccine, like the people that have actually done their research and they're like, oh, well, let's see. They've not been able to come up with a cure for cancer and they've not been able to come up with a cure for AIDS and they've not been able to come up with a cure for the common cold. But yeah, let's stick this shit that they developed in nine months into my arm to cure uh, a quote unquote disease that they've not even actually been able to isolate. Yeah, let's do that. Okay. Those people... They're like, they're, they're mostly Trump supporters, but at the same time, they're really saying, um, I'm not sure what to think right now because Trump was pushing the vaccine, but the vaccine is bad and it's killing people. I have an answer for that. My answer for that is Trump wasn't pushing the vaccine. Okay. Trump was pushing therapeutics. Trump was pushing hydroxychloroquine and zinc and azithromycin and Regeneron and uh, remdesivir, right? He was pushing therapeutics, which have actually been proven now to be cures. You know who was in charge of the vaccine? You know who was in charge of Operation Warp Speed? Would that be Dr. Fauci? Actually, that would be Pence. Mm. Vice President Pence was in charge of Operation Warp Speed. In coordination mm. with Dr. Fauci, mm. yes. But Vice President Pence. You did hear. You, why you did, did they push the vaccine so hard? You did hear about the interview that Fauci had the other day with uh uh fuck uh, it was on Tucker Carlson I know that it, somebody had asked Fauci how much money do you stand to make off of the vaccine 
But well, that's what DeSantis asked him when he, right before he told oh, him yeah, to that, fucking Well, stop. yeah, but <laughs> that was on Tucker Carlson too. And Fauci didn't say anything. Well, it was like, okay, interesting. It, it's also come out that Fauci um, continued to fund genetic research in Wuhan after the Obama administration outlawed it. Hmm, interesting, huh? Yeah. Um, but back to my point that is Fauci our breach point for COVID? Is there a possibility that that's out there on the interwebs that you found? No. No? No. Damn. Um, it's really hopeful. But what I did find, and this is really interesting, because where does a lot of the funding from for these vaccines come from? The CDC. Uh, besides our tax dollars, where does the private funding come from? Oh, probably like Bill Gates. Oh, Bill Gates. Interesting, because this lady um, kept an actual newspaper from 2011. This article can't be found anymore. In England, from the Sovereign Independent. Hmm. An interview with Bill Gates. Depopulation through forced forced vaccination, the zero carbon solution. Hmm. Look at that. Bill Gates, on record, has come out over and over and over again saying that he wants to reduce the population of the world by between 10 and 25%. And that vaccines are a great way to accomplish well, that. It sounds like Bill Gates is Thanos. And interesting because Bill Gates, yeah, right? That I know, we were literally just watching Avengers literally Endgame. Literally just watching I Avengers know. Endgame. And, um, <laughs> That's like a and, Thanos and, and thing I, right there. I know, there. I know. And okay, so 50% of the people that are going to take the vaccine could potentially die. At least 50%. Oh, and Thanos killed 50% of the world's population. What do you know? Galaxy, yeah, but okay. whatever. But uh, anyway. A little bigger. Uh, all right. Uh, yeah, so so that that is very interesting. Um, but back to Trump. So, yeah. Pence pushed the vaccine. Trump gave the liberals the vaccine that they were clamoring for. Basically because they said, you can't do it. And he's like us. When you tell us you can't do something, we say, hold my beer. Fuck you. Hold my beer. Fuck you. Hold my beer. They told Mick that he couldn't stay in the army. Fuck you. Hold my beer. Fuck you. Hold my beer. They told Mick that he couldn't jump out of airplanes anymore. <laughs> Double fuck you. Hold, hold my beer. My beer. <laughs> yeah. So um, not only that, they told me I couldn't jump from airplanes at really high heights. And I said, triple fuck you. Hold my beer. <laughs> Uh, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. Drop the mic. Here's my beer. Go on. Out, out the door. At fucking 30,000 feet or some ridiculous bullshit like that. 60, I mean, but whatever. 60. 60,000 feet. Um, Who's counting? Exactly. So Trump's like that. They said, you can't make the vaccine. You're never going to be able to do it. And he was like, okay, well, here you go. Here's the vaccine. Hold my beer. Hold my beer. And back to the really fucked up, dark, twisted point I'm about to make here. But you got to make this point quick because we still got Super Bowl shit to talk about. And that is awesome. Okay. I can't so, wait to talk about Super what if, Bowl shit. What if I'm so, okay, well, all right. This will lead right into the Satan shit. Our, oh, yes, sweet. What if in a sick, twisted, fucked up way, Trump pushed the vaccine so that the liberals would take it and die? Hmm. Not something we should talk about on this. I mean, I'm, I, I'm just I'm saying. Just connecting I, the dots. Yeah, well, stop connecting dots on this program <laughs> for me, please. Because let's go ahead and shut up with that right now. Okay. Zip it. I don't even 
here's here's another okay. zip it for the okay. next time okay. I have to say zip it. All right, because so he zip can it. get impeached again. Exactly. <laughs> so zip it. Then they got to call us as fucking as evidence. Witnesses? I mean, witnesses yeah. and shit. Okay. No, that can't happen. Zip it. Here's another <laughs> zip it for the next time I have to say zip it. Okay. So zip well, it. All right. Zip let, me, it. let me just wrap it up here. Okay. Wrap it up. Don't take the vaccine. Or take it. Wait six months. Or take it. Wait to no, see. No, no, Listen. If you're a young, virile, healthy person, take it. So or don't, don't take children? it. Or don't take it. It's up to you. The decision is completely on you. Okay. You have to, every research first, every person has to make their own decision. It cannot be me telling you, look, I took the vaccine. I'm a goddamn God. No, I took the vaccine because I knew what I had to do. I knew what I needed to do to, to take care of myself. All right. And I am refusing to take the do, vaccine. You, do you hear me Listen, beating the I, shit out of her because she has not taken the vaccine? Not no, I don't give a fuck. And I support his choice to take the vaccine. I was pissed when he took it, but I support his choice to do that because that's the country we live in. Look, and your body, you're right. Correct. That's it. My body, my choice. That's it. That's it all it is. For abortion. Why can't it work for abortion? No, it hasn't worked for abortion because we're still arguing about abortion. Well, that's true. And so that's bullshit. Continue to argue about the vaccine. Because I'm sorry, abortion is a completely different story. Abortion, you're murdering somebody. It, uh, and the vaccine you might be too. Well, that could very well be yet to be proven. Okay. Will be proven in about 20 years. Except for the people that have already started dropping dead will be proven in the next 20 years. Okay. Hopefully they are not joining the weekend in hell. And by the weekend, Look, I don't mean Saturday and Sunday. I I'm talking about Mr. Weekend. Oh, because weekend. we're finally getting into Super Bowl shit. This <laughs> hey, is what I've been waiting for, people. That was a good segue, okay? <laughs> that was really actually <laughs> nice transition. horrible. But. <laughs> so let's talk about the Super Bowl in unity. I don't oh know about God. you all, but I could smell it. I could feel it. It was all sticky. It was all, it was all it was, over my it body. It was almost was as like, good oh as my Jill Jesus Biden's Lord. Valentine unity display uh, on the White House lawn with no snow. Uh, I want to kill her. <laughs> Dr. Jill. Well, if she's Dr. Jill, then I am Dr. Mick from now on. I would like to be referred to as Dr. Mick. Actually, Mick has been, I think you're actually more qualified as a medical doctor than Dr. Jill is. Well, she's not a medical doctor. Well, I know. But she's a doctor in education. You're actually more qualified as a doctor than she is because you've actually performed surgery on me before. Yeah, I've done it to myself too. But That's true. Uh, okay. Well, either way, Dr. Mick is the way I'd like to be referred to okay. from now on. So right, Dr. Mick is, is claiming this, okay? <laughs> he stayed at the Holiday Inn Express last night. Wow. All I can say about the Super Bowl was wow. Who saw angel demons falling from the sky with fucking red eyes? Who called that one? Seriously, like angel demons falling, falling angels coming down from heaven, and then hell opening up, and the weekend walking out in a red suit. Apparently, he had plastic surgery. I don't know what he looked like before, but someone was saying he must have had plastic surgery because he looked completely different. So, um, and and maybe or, that's why or, they're all, or maybe it was his clone, or, or it was a adrenochrome, adrenochrome, adrenochrome. All I can say is this much, all right? That was a straight satanic ritual right there that we watched Sunday night. That was ridiculous. Whether or not Tom Brady won another fucking Super Bowl, who gives a shit about no, that? No, that was racist. Okay, they no, they said, I'm not even fucking kidding. The fact that Tom Brady has won seven Super Bowls during Black History Month is racist. 
You can't make this shit up. <laughs> Hold on, because I've got another story to quote here. Because before we go on to that. Always in Black History Month. B- before we go on to that, For because like literally, I just read this story today. I, uh, but if, wait. If but you wait. all don't have this yet, if you don't have this app, Not only it's called not- Conservative News. One of my f- more favorite apps now. Uh, really fall in love with it within the last couple days. Not, not only is Tom Brady racist, but he's also a mask hole. But hold on a second. I, I got some. I got but some. While you're getting to that. No, no. I, I, I actually. I, would you? Okay, would you just right slow your roll? All right. So, literally in Oregon. All right. Uh, they came out and they said that they're trying to ban mathematics from being taught in school. I'm sorry. They're trying to ban mathematics. Correct. Because it shows white privilege to come up with an answer. I'm, I'm dead serious. I am not fucking. I mean, I've never been more in agreement with BLM in my whole entire life than I am with that one. Because fuck, I hate algebra. Because why the hell they put letters in algebraic equations if you already know the answer? If four plus X equals eight, who gives a shit what X is? Fuck, it equals eight. All I know is there's an equal sign. It's the end of the equation. Yes, but that is the answer on the other set on the other side of the equal sign. I don't give if a fuck. Kids can't even come up with that. How the fuck are they supposed to? I've made. It, I've been doing it fine for years. Get a job. I've been doing fine for years. Checkbook. No, you haven't. Hell no. Not really with I the. I pay our bills. Okay, <laughs> you're the fucker that comes to me and says, "I don't understand why that check bounced." I looked at my bank statement yesterday and it said I had $400 in there. Really? It did. It did. <laughs> yes. But you forgot to add in the $800 check you wrote three days prior. Well, shit well, happened. See? And that's why you've not so, been doing so, so well. If they stop teaching kids math, we're Oregon, seriously fucked. Oregon promotes the program focused on dismantling racism and mathematics. Says finding the right answer is a sign of white supremacy. Yep, that's exactly what came out. This was reported in the Daily Wire. I'm flabbergasted. I'm fucking, I cannot bullshit you anymore on this. So the Oregon Department of Education is promoting a program that teachers to seek to dismantle racism in mathematics, alleging that focus on finding the right answer is a symbol of white supremacy. Fox News reported that the ODE sent out a newsletter last week's mentions a pathway to math equality micro course, which will be focused in the February 21st course, according to Fox News, designed for middle school teachers to make use of a toolkit for dismantling racism in mathematics. I've got, I've got nothing. The newsletter encourages teachers to sign up for the new training, which in the New York Post was previously reported includes a section of 14 things associated with white supremacy and culture, including the perfectionism, objectivity, and individualism. Objectivity is described as the workbook accomplishing the training as the belief that there is such a thing as being objective or neutral. This just goes on and on. But I mean, look at this cancel culture bullshit that is just carrying on right now. I'm just telling you this, this crap can't get any deeper. It really can't. Yes. Yes, it can. Yes. And yes, it will. I don't know what else they're going to come up with next, but I 2021 is a hold my beer year. So every time we say, that they can't do anything worse. Trust me, they're gonna fucking do something worse. Oh, let's not skip over John Weaver either, John and Weaver? the the Lincoln the Lincoln, Lincoln Project scandal. I mean, nobody is like talking about that one. I figure we bring and, that up here. Well, uh, him propositioning young men for butt sex. I mean, come on. And then apparently, people have known about this for years. 
Carl Rove came out on, and on Fox and said, oh, yeah, I've known about that since the 80s. I tried to say something and I got shut down. Yeah. I. All, all kinds of people. Why Why not? Why have you been? Carl then, Rowe of our, all people. Yeah. Dude, then, you've got the loudest microphone in the world. Yeah. Well, uh, and then his, uh, his co-founder of the Lincoln Project, she resigned as well. Yep. Over the same scandal. Yep. Um, and then, well, this is well, no, thing. she got, she was found in, uh, Oh, that's right. She, she tried, she tried to hit them up for money and they booted her. Yeah. Um, and this isn't, well, this is related, but not directly. Uh, Vertucci, I think was his name. Um, and never Trumper Republican staffer who got arrested for child porn, child trafficking, said he likes to rape babies. Yeah, it makes sense. And was uh, literally soliciting someone to come and rape a baby with him. Yeah. That fucker, uh uh-uh, no. He he needs to meet Bubba. Yeah. Bubba with a big, he, he needs to meet, he needs to meet um, Big Mike. With 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 her with her thick cock in jail. Oh yeah, that's what he needs. Oh to oh oh, he needs to get raped by a trainee. Is yes, what you're saying? Yes. Uh, we don't have time to go over this all today. We'll um, but just to touch on something we're gonna go over next week because I'm about to dig into it. Uh, also related, 73 pages from the Maxwell Elaine Maxwell. Just start listening. Document dropped, so I'm gonna read and dig through that because I know there's some nasty dirty shit in there because um, she was trying to keep that suppressed and the judge said nope we're getting that out so, so either way back to the super bowl um first of all i thought it was really funny with the demons falling in which everybody saw that and then the youth uh what was all the other shit up on the stage youth uh, love all, touch yeah um, alone, alone yeah. all of the symbolism for fucking i mean ch- child sex trafficking that was just disgusting uh, then well, to boot the Super Bowl weekend is the biggest child sex trafficking weekend. That is correct. Ever. And then uh, to boot, then he's in a little chamber with a bunch of same dress. The last time I saw that was like a, a video, I believe. Joe uh, Biden trying to find the office. Well, that that was yeah, <laughs> <laughs> might be too. But no, with the diapers over their head. The last time I saw that, all the black guys in white face. Yeah, which I thought was. Racist is all fuck, but seriously racist. Get out, but yep. whatever. I, don't see I mean, canceled. no, that's because you know what? They don't care if they offend us. Yeah, that, that doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Now, our offense doesn't offend them, but that's because we don't take but, offense. Well, if I gave a shit, I guess I would, but yeah. I still give a fuck. So, um, the one that thing that I thought was interesting, like the last time I saw that, like when it was like that, where you saw that, where you saw like people trying to break out like that, I believe it was a 1986 Apple commercial when apple first was breaking you remember the first commercial by apple like there were all the nazi troopers like marching in and then all of a sudden there's that one chick that walks in with that great big hammer and she smashes the pc and it was the apple chick and it reminded me a lot of that like really bad like steve jobs like fucking losing your shit i'm out there flapping in left field and boom there goes your computer Demon soldiers with yeah. jock, jock straps on their head? It wasn't jock straps. Those were diapers. I'm sorry. Okay, so let me tell you about my diaper story because I was going to put this out my last one, and I've got to put this out there because this is fucking hysterical. Okay, well, and this so, goes to the masks because we, you know. Now we're going to end on masks because now we're supposed to wear two, but we're going to start talking about this. But um, so no shit, there I was. I get called. It was probably about 10 o'clock at night. I get called to the 72-year-old's house. And uh, 
walk in the front door and the lady meets us at the door and she goes, my husband's having trouble breathing, blah, 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 this, that, and the other thing. And he just hasn't been doing this. This is not normal for him. I'm like, okay, so where's he at? Because I still hadn't seen him yet. I just seen her. And she's like, oh, he's back here. And so she leads me in this room. And what do I see? I see this guy fucking wearing a child's diaper over his face. And I kind of take it, kind of look sideways at him. Like, what the fuck? And if you, there might be some single people listening to our show right now. So if you're single and you do not know the intimate involvement in children's diapers, let me tell you about them. Cause I had a dog that forever, for whatever reason, loved my kid's shit and would dig through the trash can and destroy the fucking diapers. So I've seen all the layers of, uh, of a shit diaper. All right. So let's start with that first part of cotton that you see right up there on the top of the skin that, you know, touches all the parts of the body underneath that piece of cotton you have some more cotton, a little bit thicker layer. Below that, you have basically what I would consider a fucking raincoat. It's plastic. It is 100% plastic. There's no holes in it. It ain't going nowhere. That's the sealer, all right? When you're trying to breathe through something like this, it's kind of like what the government's recommending right now is that you wear a plastic bag around your head and tie it off behind your head. (laughs) Doesn't really do too well for oxygen, but guess what? You will not die from COVID. Hmm. Is that a benefit or I don't know if that's a benefit, a bad thing or a good thing, but either way, my point was this is I saw this guy and yeah, he's having a problem breathing. I'm like, well, shit. And I grabbed the diaper and I rip it off of him. And I hear the old guy go, (gasps) and literally I was torn because I didn't know what to do. I was like, I should really get a cop in here right now and charge this woman with attempted murder because she literally just tried to kill her husband. And her excuse was, well, when I went to the store, I couldn't find any M95 masks. So you bought so you pampers instead. Bought pampers instead and wrapped it around your husband's face <laughs> to protect him from what? In your own home. I, I don't know, but it, it makes me, it, you know, I was walking the dog the other day. I, I do that a lot now because our dog's really old and he's got arthritis and it's good for him to walk, keep some limber. And I see this kid maybe 14, about our kid's age, biking down the street by himself, no one around, not wearing a helmet with a mask on his face. For real. Yeah. So you can fall off and crack your skull, but it's okay because you're wearing a mask. I seriously- Hey, he won't die from COVID. (laughs) He probably will though, because if if he falls up and breaks his fucking skull, then guess what? They're going to test him three days later, and it's going to come up positive with COVID, and they're going to call. Well, him they're going to test him with a PCR test, which we've heard already is like given out nine hundred false po- nine hundred million false positives. So, and in fact, a couple things the CDC has come out with recently. Um, well, COVID cases have dropped forty percent, forty percent, and why is that? Oh, let's see, because right after the inauguration, the CDC came out and said, "Oh, we were wrong." Um, we were running the PCR test so high. If you run a PCR test at 40 to 60 cycles, which is what they were running it at, like how many times you spin it per second, you can find anything. You can find God in there. Okay. You can find every fragment. There's a God gene. Yeah. No, don't you dare say that. (laughs) You can find every fragment of every 
virus, bacteria that has ever lived in your body since you were fucking born, okay? If you run a PCR test high enough. What it should be run at, and in fact, the guy who developed the PCR test straight out said, this should not be a diagnostic tool ever, okay? This is literally for genetic research. It's not a diagnostic tool, but they're using it as such. But if you do use it as a diagnostic tool, do not run it at more than 25 cycles because otherwise you're going to get false positives. So yeah, lots of false positives, like 1600%. Actually, that was the other number. 50% uh, more false positives. 1600% was how much the CDC inflated the COVID death rate by. 1600%. Hmm. That is how many deaths they attributed more deaths they attributed to COVID than to what actually killed them. So if you fell off a fucking bridge, but three weeks ago you tested positive for COVID, guess what? It was a COVID test. But on so, the other hand, if you get a vaccine today and tomorrow morning you drop dead, that's not vaccine related. Oh, no, that's good to know. Funny how that lines up huh? yeah. or doesn't line up. Interesting. Anyway. Um, but now they're saying that you have to wear two masks too. Two masks, yeah, yeah. A paper yeah. mask and then a cloth mask on mm -hmm. top of it. Yeah. Good luck with that one. Yeah, okay. I don't uh, even wear one mask. Yeah, I don't even wear one. Because um, Dr. Fauci himself, actually one of his biggest and best papers was he got a team of people and they came out with a very um, extensive peer-reviewed research paper about the Spanish flu of 1917. And what they found was 1918. That, 1918. Uh, but they started in 1917, um, whatever. Uh, they found that more people died from bacterial pneumonia than actually died from the Spanish flu. Hey, babe. And what caused bacterial pneumonia in all those people? Wearing a mask. Wearing a mask. Um, so tell me something. Yeah. Hey, what has been the big thing that they found recently? They're starting to call it COVID pneumonia. COVID pneumonia. Yeah. Guess what you get that from? Wearing a mask. Wearing a mask. Yep. So. Over hmm. and over again. Funny. What is the definition of insanity? Uh, doing the same thing over and over again, expecting a different outcome each time. So if we've all been wearing, <clears throat> or most people have been wearing masks for a year, for a year now. Yep. And they've been locked in their homes. Yep. But COVID cases were still rising. Yep. Why are we still wearing a mask? Why are we doing the same thing over well, and over? My question has been, well, social distancing is working. Why are why we wearing Why, why are we, we wearing them all to nursing homes? Oh, wait. No, Cuomo did that. Cuomo did that. Oh, that's he's, right. Now he's going to jail. He might be. He might be going to jail. It would be really nice, though, if he did. Really because I fucking hate Cuomo. I mean, and I think most people do. I think Cuomo is, like, on his way out. I think he's now the lamb to the slaughter. But I think our mayor's asshole is puckering so tight. Oh, right yeah. Now. Oh, absolutely. Because... Cuomo Cuomo. came down here before all this shit started. Right and before the election. And they had a, a long private meeting. Yeah, just where one was that. blowing the other one and or there and was coke on somebody's right dick. That, I don't we know. We had a whole bunch of money for COVID relief here in Savannah. Yeah. Uh, COVID testing, which I thought it was really interesting that... Apparently, we got all this money from New York to do COVID testing, but the military was the one running COVID testing in Savannah. Yeah. So. It, where was the money going? Where Exactly. Where'd the money go? Mm. That, that was my question. Um, Throwing that out there. Anyhow. So, yeah. Cuomo's, Cuomo's blocked. Blocked. 
I mean, he's got his own, he's got Democrats in New York now coming after him. I mean, he's not just getting, it's not just Republicans. It's Democrats that are coming after him saying, hey, you really fucked up this whole thing. You're, you're Emmy, gone. Well, yeah, because he. Your Grammy, gone. Deliberately. Misled the people. uh, Not only that, he deliberately held back information from the DOJ. Yeah. When it was requested. Yep. That's why he might be going to jail. Well, that's that would be the reason he's going to jail. That's yeah. not like doesn't cover all the basis of it. But the big part is his numbers that never lined up that everybody's been calling since day one. But everybody fucking held this guy in a fucking plateau. Every reporter, CNN, NBC, CBS. No, Chris Cuomo's doing it too. Chris Cuomo was going after his own brother? No, he wasn't. That's but cool. nobody was going after him. Nobody was. They are now. Oh, well. Except now they for are. Chris Cuomo. Well, Chris Cuomo is not because he just happens to share the last name and God forbid that he's lumped in with him. Right. I mean, holy shit. What's Chris Cuomo going to run for? New York governor? I mean, or governor? Well, maybe. He might. Governor of Getmo? No, that's what his brother is going to run for. Oh, okay. Chris is going to run for the governor of, or the mayor of New York City. Under de Blasio. After Andrew Yang? Yeah. Okay. Well, Yang's not going to get it. <laughs> de Blasio will get it. Or, well, uh, Cuomo will get it before de Blasio will. All right. Or Yang will. Whatever. Um, before we wrap this up, because I know we're getting near the end, I want to finish with a little humor. Okay? We, I thought we talked about a bunch of humor. I know. But this was some really funny shit. All right. Well, it better so, be funny. Okay. And uh, I'm, I'm hoping that everyone can hear this, but... Hold on. All right. So in Texas, put that up to you closer to the mic. I will. There's, there's a, there's a a zoom call from a trial that came out. Okay. And there's a judge and two lawyers. Is this a guy with a cat? One of the lawyers has a filter. All right. So why are you going to play that on the air? They can't see it. I know, but it's so funny at the end. It's literally. Yeah, I know. I'm not a cat. It's so funny. I'm not a cat. I'm not a cat. I swear to God, I'm not a cat. He sounds like a cartoon character too. <laughs> and like that filter, you know, they're so funny because they actually take like your actual features, right? Yeah. And, and you see him darting around, like trying to figure out how to get the fucking zoom filter off. He's this cat with these human eyes and this cartoon voice. So anyway, that's just hysterical. I just, I, you got, you got to. You got to find humor in today's world because the whole fucking world's gone mad. So up is down, left is right. What is, that, that's just there ridiculous. is actually, I was watching, uh, was it Lincoln the other night? The movie Lincoln. Yeah. Yes. And there's actually a great story he tells in that movie that I thought applies. No, that applies to today <laughs> that I thought it made me laugh hysterically. And it was about Ethan Allen. After the revolution, Ethan Allen was a major statesman for the United States. Okay. So, but real quick, the only way we know Ethan Allen is because they named a hotel after him in the city that we grew up in. 
No, actually, I know Ethan Allen from history and what he did. Okay, you know Ethan Allen from history. I know Ethan Allen because well, you're an idiot. Because you didn't go to fucking like school and actually learn something. So anyway, Ethan Allen, he was a statesman from the United States after the Revolution, and he actually was a part of the uh, as we called it back then, the British Reconstruction in 1778, 1780, 81, which was the British Reconstruction, which we were saying that we were rebuilding trading ties with Britain. We want to be friends again. Anyway, he was in now Europe. Fuck off. He was in England. And while he was in England, he was sitting there and uh, <clears throat> they were drinking and eating and libations were served. And um, he, he found it that he needed to go use the Louvre and uh, basically said to, you know, asked where the bathroom was. And they, oh, the water closet, it's around the corner. And when he went in the water closet, uh, he went and sat down on the toilet and he looked up and, uh, sure enough, in front of him is a picture of George Washington. And, uh, was there a phone number? He, he didn't say nothing. He got up, <laughs> he, got he, he got up, he walked, you know, got done with his business. He walked out, sat down and, uh, the Lord that he was with that night found it very odd that he didn't say anything about the decor in the water closet. And so, uh, this is how tradition the Lord, the Lord looked at (laughs) Ethan Allen and he said, uh, Hey, uh, uh, did you see the, did you, did you have any problem with the decor in the water closet? And Ethan Allen said, no, not at all. And he said, and now the Lord is very confused because he's like, wait a minute, I know what's hanging in that water closet. And he says, uh, well, what about the picture on the wall? He said, yeah, it's a George Washington. He goes, what about it? And uh, the Lord, now very confused, he's like, well, wait a minute. You don't find anything wrong with it in the, the water closet? And he goes, no, if there's one person in all of America that can make every British person take a shit real quick, it's George Washington. <laughs> and, I mean, I got to say that just, like, tacks on to everything we think about today. I mean, holy shit. That's, a, that's the nail on the head if right there. I mean, one person that can make every Democrat shit his pants. Hey. It is. Cut. 45. Yep. Donald Trump. Every time. So, hey, like we always say about this time, have a good night, fuckers. Keep your eyes on your back. Watch yourselves. Watch each other. And take care of each other. By God, take care of each other. And for V-Lynn. And Nick. Good night. Good night.